Hey, sis. Yellow. What's up, Shardy? MTN is trying to be a bastard. <laughs> but it will not work. It uh, can't work. Yeah. How are you, dear? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just tired. I know, right? It's like... Well, I won't say me I'm tired because you know what's worrying me at the moment. I'm trying to laugh, but it's a different type of tired. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry for uh, her. I'm sorry for her because she don't know. She don't know what's going on. You know, I, I, earlier I was just wondering if she listens to the podcast. She she does. She actually does. So, good luck to her. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> okay. The sad well. part is, you probably think I'm think I'm talking about someone else because mm. they say me. I used to carry people around. Wow! 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 wow. You're I'm, right? I'm not. A, ah, I don't used to do that. too. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. When I grow up, I want to be like you, have game like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 be careful what you wish for, dear. This is this, it's not a sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, wow! God. There are so many layers hmm. in this. Yeah. So many. okay, let us let us dive right in to yes. our distinguished listeners of the Liti podcast hey y'all yes welcome welcome karate what is welcome welcome now greet them with ginger (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) all right welcome to the Liti podcast it is us once again uh I was going to introduce myself as something, but I don't remember. So yeah, it is, it is quite Wait, embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happened? No, I'm saying that our names are in the in the podcast art. So eventually, to become redundant, if we keep introducing ourselves. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to use my name. Oh, okay. I was okay. going to, you know, give myself a title. I think I was going to say, like, welcome to the podcast, and I am... Your residence national moimoy or something like that. I don't know what. Like <laughs> where did what the fuck did that come from? Re- wow, wow. Okay, what are you on? What, what are oh you drinking God. here? I I need to have some of that because I don't know this kind of rhymes you are spitting. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of embarrassing. How easy it is for me to get tipsy these days. Um, I think that's just what happens when you only drink twice a month. True, so, sure. Yeah. But wait, I can't relate because I don't drink twice a month. I, I drink everything <laughs> now because I have to work. And if I don't drink, I'm not going to work. And if I don't work, I cannot get money to buy the drink that I need to work. <laughs> So uh, it's a vicious cycle. Oh my god! I I I just I have to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. It's like an engine. Yeah. True that. True that. So yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you've already done the intro now, so, yeah, so there's no we point. Have, we're moving sharply yeah. today, because I know, right? I know, right? Like catching up, we'll still catch up <laughs> with best. But um, if you're a new listener to the show, welcome. And you might not be used to the format of the show yet. But uh, if you stay with us a little bit longer, I promise that you will, you might, no, you will. Let me just put a disclaimer. You <laughs> might, you might learn something uh, or two. No, I want today. to say you will, you will. We'll I don't even have, I don't have the energy to promise today. So I'm just going to say might. Because some, you know, there are a lot of intelligent people out there now. So if we're talking, it would be as if we're repeating ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say you might. Yes. Even if you know what we're going to talk about today, you get a new angle. Yes, that's it. You get a fresh stick. Fresh, yeah. fresh and tipsy stick <laughs> on the yeah. subject. And it might help you look at it in a whole new light, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. welcome new listeners. I hope you stay and I hope you go back to the previous episodes and listen to what we've been up to because mm-hmm. if I do say so myself, this is a really cool podcast. So yeah, yeah. you should stay here and yeah. subscribe or something. We're entertaining. Mm-hmm. Quite. Uh, okay. Yeah, so... Today we're supposed to be talking about um, literary fiction versus popular fiction in regards to African literature. Haha, uh-huh. sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, kind of. But now, wow, Karachi, you actually made me go and study for podcast. <laughs> Like what the fuck, yo! I actually yeah. went to study. I was like, ah, I was like, wait, oh, karate just sent topics. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Let me go and read up. So I won't just be doing eh, ah, uh, mm. No, but I All feel right. like you don't feel like you have to study for the other. Mm-hmm. I studied. I stud. No, I studied a little bit for the others, but this one is like I have to come correct, like. See, some people out there, they know I have degree in English literature. <laughs> yeah. So I'll kind of fall my hand mm. if I don't say one or two things. Okay, now you're making Confined. me afraid because if there's no, anybody now, I felt uh, like if anybody was going uh, to be pre- prepared for this, it would be you because you read way more African lit than I do. I Well, yeah, yeah. Why is that though? Is it because you're in the abroad? Um, it is accessibility. So right now ah. I borrow to keep from you know being a criminal element. I mm. borrow my books from the library, and they don't have a lot of books available. Um, oh. yeah, sometimes it's really really hard to find stuff. They have. The popular authors, of course. Um, mm. Adichie, mm-hmm. um, Mezi, I saw like a couple of Hello Habila books. Um, oh, wow. But they don't, Look at that. Yeah, they don't have a lot of like the new, like the mm-hmm. newer up and coming, like type. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they don't have. 
So okay. I'm actually trying to figure out a way around that. And I was going to ask you where you read. I know you get lots of book mail. But yeah. um, I was going to ask you like if Scribd um, has a lot of that content. You don't you know what I was actually going to work on a it's because of laziness. Mm. I had this idea that I was going to go through the script library mm. and see if I can get to the extent of African books they have mm-hmm. in their library and just put it out there in case people wanted okay. to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. But right now though, my book club is reading on Efuru by Florian Wapa. Okay. And it's actually on script. Shocking. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They actually have some titles. They have they have some titles that mm. I recognize, but I don't know the extent of the books they have. But they have they even have Sefiata, they have this okay. uh, Nathan John. They they do have some titles. I'm just gonna have to find how many mm. African and not black books. Yeah. Sometimes they just give us black books and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, African <laughs> titles. Sneaky people. They think uh, we don't know, but we know. Uh, yeah, that is definitely something to explore because otherwise, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we get most of the books because I'm not even sure that Amazon carries most of them, especially mm-hmm. the ones that are published by indie, like yeah, outfits. Yeah. So unless I start requesting copies mm. directly. We're gonna it's have to start working to on that too. You have to start getting book mail from the from here too, so that we can. Yeah, I think yeah. we should do that. But the thing is, they always check for. I think your own platform is more on Goodreads, mm. but you don't put reviews on Goodreads, do you? It's just ratings. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've never. Yeah, I I considered requesting copies, but. I figured they send them mostly to people who actually like review. Post reviews. Yeah. yeah. And I mm-hmm. don't really do that. So. Okay. Yeah. That would be a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to write any serious New Yorker style review. <laughs> you just, a couple of words. Yeah. We'll start from there. Yep. That's yeah. my goal for the rest so of can, the year, I guess. So I can plug you in. Because you do read a lot. And people might not know that. And we are doing a, a, a bookish kind of podcast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah we'll have to we'll have to do brand management mm-hmm. on your yeah. Yes. We'll have to handle your brand on the online. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I agree. Okay. All right. So first of all, we're supposed to ask ourselves what we've been up to. So I'm going to ask you first. Since the last time we spoke I mean not like spoke in real life because we know you know (laughs) a few few minutes ago (laughs) but since the last time we were on the podcast what have you been what have you been up to what's happening nothing just regular life don't say that don't say nothing things have been happening it's 14 days (laughs) I mean a lot of things have been happening Yes, it's 14 days, but it's also a pandemic. So I just feel like not a lot is going on because you just you yeah. wake up in the morning yeah, right, yeah. and you try to, you know, find ways to occupy yourself. You have work, you work, 
if you don't mm. have you watch tv or read a book or something i don't know like for me it's just been like really regular okay wait no um i did go to the park last mm. weekend there was like a baby a social distancing baby shower which is nice so okay on the grass and how how was that like (laughs) how was that like it was interesting because like everybody was really good at keeping to the six foot rule so Mm. all the blankets and stuff were really spread out and if you wanted to talk to somebody you literally had to get up and walk like closer ish to them or like shout across Wow. To, <laughs> to talk to them. And you know, everything is individually wrapped. Um, the food is mm. individually wrapped. So, like, no contamination. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody brings their own, like, water and blankets and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but the, the nice thing is that because of that, um, we, to each, like, each couple, not mm. couple in the relationship sense, but each yeah. two people got mm-hmm. a whole bottle of um, kava to share. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Which was nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's and actually it was nice really to see cool. people. Yeah. See people mm-hmm. and um, the couple that we were there to celebrate, um, you know, wish them well. And just chat and catch up. Um, yeah. So it was nice. I guess that's that's the highlight of my 14 days. How about you? Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Um, well, my mom. I, I'm sure people listening to this podcast are tired of me talking about my mom. But Mama. she's... Ah, my God. This woman is a trip and a half. So, um... Since this pandemic started, my mom has had one pet project or the other that she starts and never finishes. Mm-hmm. And um, recently, she has had the idea to start mm. a snail farm. Uh-huh. She wants to start selling snail because she heard people are making money. But here is the twist. My mom is a Congolese woman and her people, snail is a taboo food mm. for them. So I don't understand what her plan, <laughs> is, her plan is, starting a snail farm when she's disgusted, like she's very disgusted by snails. Like even when we're making snail pepper sauce in the house, like mm. if you use the same spoon to eat from that sauce, my mom will not mm. use that spoon to eat. Wow. Do you get like so I was now why why are you making a snail farm and she's like eh she just wants to try something new a pause since she started we have to be given the snail food like once in three days and then my mom calls me and says did you give the snail food and I'm like uh no it's not my project <laughs> It's your pet project. And I already told you before. I like oh. snail a lot. I really like snail. But I do not care for the cultivation of snail. Mm. They mm-hmm. disgust me. The whole slimy thing. 
I yeah. don't like it at all. And then she's like, oh, you just touch it lightly. You know, the shells are so <laughs> I don't care. Touch it yourself. Please leave me out of this. Oh. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my own highlight. But I've been reading a lot. I, yes. I, I took um, some social media breaks. Mm-hmm. And it helped me read a lot which I, I really wanted to do. Mm. So I think that's nice. And yeah. I think I'm going to keep doing the social media breaks, like maybe like four times a week. Yeah. I would just not be online. It's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. Because, because I'm just, I'm just yeah. torn between um like, like knowing what's going on mm. and then like calming myself down. Like you don't need to know everything. Just relax. The world will still keep turning. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. Twitter and Twitter NG always has something happening. Ah, Father Lord God, there's always something happening. Ah, ah. Kilo Day. They will never rest. Mm-hmm. Another big brother has started. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. You don't even know how I spent time on Sunday muting all the names of the housemates. <laughs> I muted all of them. And I muted all the words that I that people were creating, like um the gangs, not mm. gangs, like when you're when you're a fan, yeah. the fan names of some of the housemates. I mean, it's already day one, and people mm. are already giving themselves fan names. Some will still pop up, but yeah, um, my eyes are peeled for any of the words that I need to mute so that I can curate my Twitter experience and not go crazy. So yeah, yeah. that's that's what I've been up to, really. I kind of want to watch the season because I always feel very left out of the gist. I see. Don't mm, don't let them move you. <laughs> you're not missing out on any single thing. You're not missing out. Also, if you're on Twitter, you can get the gist from what they're saying. And there's always mm. Sunday curated shows. But to be honest, then you're not missing out on anything. It's the same thing that they're always doing on this Big Brother. Are you going to fight? Are you going to be in a relationship? Mm. You know, same old. It's like it's like now they're almost encouraging people to have sex in the mm. house just to create yeah. drama and so that we have something to watch. Yeah. It's becoming quite boring uh-huh. at the moment because it's obvious that that is what the producers want, mm-hmm. right from the questions that Ebuka is always asking. So it's just it's exhausting. Oh well, to all be all right. Yeah, hmm. yeah really well. Uh, yep. Well, it's I wanted to mention really quickly that this month is <clears throat> BIPOC Mental Health Month. Yeah, that's black and indigenous people of color. Um, and we all, I don't know, well, I'm not gonna say we all know, but mental health is very important, and um, a lot more of us struggle with it than we oh know or will admit. Yes. Um, especially in Nigeria, like I was reading the stats, and it was really depressing. Like, apparently, one in four Nigerians have a mental health issue. And I, I don't doubt that though. Thanks don't doubt to it. yeah, thanks to like you know our government and just general societal um, opinion about mm. mental health, it's not as um, it's not as touched upon as it should be. Um, apparently, 
there are only 150 psychiatrists and eight federal neuropsychiatric hospitals in the country who just look about deal with the what 50 million people in Nigeria who 50 I'm sorry what you mean 50 million people in Lagos no in Nigeria one in four so what 200 million oh one yeah okay 200 (laughs) sorry okay all right 15 okay yes like 50 million even that number gone serve karate see there's a saying here many are mad few are in the hospital Mm. Uh, even that one in four i can reverse it i can reverse that number because things are going on here it's messed up and because we have this culture of you cannot go and be telling people are you the first person to be having problems Mm -hmm. just swallow it Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's the way here just swallow it you're not the only one so keep it inside you know your if you tell like your family they tell you go and pray Mm. that type of thing so you really have like no way to cope with the way that you're feeling but um, I just wanted to say your feelings are valid. As a friend of mine told me recently, if you feel like you need to seek help because you need it, do it. Don't feel like your issues are too small um, yeah. compared to other people's problems because you're not, you know, naked, roaming on the road. Means that you don't mm. need help. Um, if you feel like you need help and it's available, seek it out. So if you're listening, Melissa, thank you very much for that tip um and i have a few um resources to share for people listening from the u.s um there is a national suicide prevention lifeline which is um you can reach at 1-800-273-TALK and the crisis text line and all you have to do is text hello to 741-741 for nigeria um there is the nigerian suicide prevention initiative Mm. um and then for apps um i'm going to post a link for yeah we'll just add it in the show notes we're going to put all the info in the show notes um for you to see but yeah your feelings are valid and you are not alone no you you really aren't you're not and i hope that Uh. things continue to change um and that more and more people realize how important it is um, to mm. fund mental health initiatives because you know this is the state of things it's, it's not the best crazy Karachi, i don't know when we're going to get to that in nigeria are you are you are you um the english again are you was is it catching up okay i can hear you now all right Uh, sorry someone was trying to call me now Mm. and i told everybody not to call me (laughs) because i'm recording podcast i know this nigerian network Mm. once somebody call you like this it will disrupt everything you're doing now i forgot what i wanted to say Uh Yes, are you keeping up with um this NDDC issue about money that is going on? <laughs> My sister, <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about people allocating money for oh mental health, God. but they are stealing yeah. money from COVID. 
<laughs> like people are stealing stealing money for physical symptoms so i don't even know when we're going to, we're going to get to a point in this country's life yeah. when they're actually going to care about mental health it's going to just be a private yeah, uh, private yeah. pursuit for now nigeria is full really. of wicked people even oh though we're supposed God, to be super religious and i don't i don't i mean um, to an extent i understand it like you're oh. suffering and you feel like you have to take care of yourself before others but man like when will it end mm. like when i mean i ah I'm talking about being the most mm. being the most <laughs> oh religious God. people. Huh? Uh, yeah. Jesus. Let's just let's just enter straight into uh. our gist. Our gist of the day. Because I was quite shocked when I saw There are plenty of them. Um, Which one? What's his goddamn name? Plenty. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> no, Okotie. The yes. the waves, mm-hmm. the waves, the permed hair, somebody. I do you know I was shocked that he was saying this with a straight face. Does he ha- does he actually believe what he was saying? I can I, I, I can't, I can't I mean, recount this story with a straight to. face. So please um, tell the people. Yes. What for those who are blessed enough I, to not have God. heard what Okote said. Okote, <laughs> I mean, this is a small part of what he said. He basically like did the whole thing with like biblical numerology, trying to prove mm-hmm. that Bill Gates was evil but he said that if you eat gmo food and then you take the covid19 vaccine that you will turn into a vampire that you start hungering for blood i mean and then this is, you have this is no pastor. other option but to see the blood of other people therefore you become a vampire <laughs> oh my god oh god Oh wow! I mean, he does have an active imagination. We have to give him that. That was that was stellar um, imagination stuff. Like, wow! How did he come up with that? Vampires, <laughs> like mythical creatures. Hey, God! <laughs> I'm choked. I'm too choked. Yeah. Nigerian pastors or something. And then, and then, mm. father of the nation. Adeboye, uh, his wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, it was his wife's birthday, and instead of Baba to just mm-hmm. say "Happy birthday, my dear life," my <laughs> see my city, my dear life, my dear wife, he went into talking about how yeah she is it she cut his nails mm-hmm. and serves him food. She cut his yeah. nails and serves him food, and reminding yes. everyone. Of her servitude yes. in his household, and I was like, "Why would you want to be doing this on someone's birthday?" I know some. See, the thing is, some people might not even have a problem with this. I know we are we come from different generations, and this woman might not even have a problem. I don't think she doesn't have a problem mm. with it. I think she has been groomed, yeah, not to have a problem with this. And sometimes she has that <laughs> moment, you know, like in Get Out, when the guy's brain used to shift. <laughs> I think sometimes this woman has that and she's like, what the fuck am I doing? And then she's like, oh, mm. I am mommy Gio. Let me just keep going. Do you get? Because I don't know it's someone's birthday and all you have to do is to remind the world about her servitude and to, and, and what's the word? To make all the women 
the young women who are trying to get married yeah. to show them that this is the example of what it takes to have a happy yeah. and fulfilling yeah. marriage it was it was upsetting to say the least but you know what we are from two different generations i'm not even going to take it personal anymore like where where it is paining them I mean, let them just enjoy I, it like that i cannot carry i can't, I I can't I take could, panadol for another person's headache again i'm not i tired wish i could say church categorically stuff. that it's a generational thing but from the responses that i was seeing from people they were still oh oh you know these young mm. women these e-feminists blah 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 they're shedding tears mm. trying to drop wisdom so there's still a number of us um in our generation who subscribe to that <laughs> belief mostly the men because they're the ones who reap the benefits it's mostly the men because you know when we think about this whole marriage thing yeah i think it, it's mm. men that are benefiting from the whole thing if they're even going to use bible yeah. stories God apparently God created Adam and he was like, Oh, it's not good for man to be alone. And then he created a woman. So the guy is already yeah. broken from the beginning. Like he cannot mm-hmm. survive if there's no woman with him. So this whole oh, if you don't marry at this time, <laughs> you know, you're going to go to Shiloh, your life is broken, you're an old maid. They are just uh. dropping this kind of stupid nonsense. Yeah. To make us feel like we're the ones at fault for not wanting to be committed to their dumbasses, and I'm like, really? Like, do, do you think people are stupid? And unfortunately for them, the more sense you have as a woman, yeah, the less you actually want to marry, because it's like if I'm going into this marriage thing, I'm obviously doing it with like mm-hmm. I have to dumb one of my senses, yeah, for it to, for it to actually work though. Like, I don't care how progressive this couple mm-hmm. is. You must dumb something down. Last, last, last. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's what it uh, called compromise, I guess. I don't know. I'm where, not married you know, or anything. Your, you, your purpose just, on earth is to be I really somebody else's I don't know. slave. Um, you know, you must cook, you must clean, you must serve your master or your niece. You get, like, you cannot even vex. Karate, that's not even the, the cooking part is not even the one that's upsetting me now. I have witnessed a lot of my friends who got married and I I I watched them mm. get their identities erased. Like you have you're the one changing your name, your documents, everything. And there's this stupid thing in Nigeria. If you mm. get married and you already have a passport, mm-hmm. to change, to do change of name. There are 36 states in this stupid country. But you have to go to Abuja wow. for a change of name passport. Can you imagine that? Like everybody has to go to Abuja because, oh, I just got married. And then first of all, you have to put what? in the newspaper announcement, change of name. I swear to God, you cannot change any documents. Like you can't even change your bank statement if you don't do that change of name announcement in the bank. I'll be in the newspaper. Like, I'm like, are we, are we, are we jokers? What's We're going on here? Why do I have to go to that kind of stress? And the person mm-hmm. is just like chilling in their name and their own identity all their lives. And you now, the names, the name <laughs> you love, since they gave birth to you, you have to change it. Like me now, that is letter B. 
you now want me to go to like if I marry somebody that is lesser, <laughs> that you now want me to go to the we back. Say when we are evil <laughs> and we are we're queuing up at the infirmary. You get? God, oh, my name is Letaio. Yeah, I must not marry anybody. Letter A. Imagine. So that my child father lord huh? will not have to be queuing up and be in the back space my god ah see please let's let's dead this matter i'm tired of these people i'm just i'm just tired you know why I, I don't even stress myself much about religious um folks anymore because i i realize that if we take away religion what 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 is the option? I think we're just I, going to be left with chaos I, okay. and anarchy. I, I disagree so, because I think not. I'm not saying that we should take away religion. Okay. I just think that it is time for mm. Nigerian Pentecostals to wake up, wake up, and start to question things. Don't just you know your pastor said you swallow it. You know you live by his word firmly. Um, mm. It doesn't make sense anymore. Mm. It has not made sense for a long time, but now they're starting to show you their true colors, and you should pay attention. Like somebody like um, yeah. saying that if you don't tithe, that you will be under a financial curse. What is that supposed to mean? Right? I mean, come on, we man, a that's a little heavy. A lot of people have lost their jobs. <laughs> Are you asking people are struggling to find ways to feed wow. themselves to Instant survive and you're now putting pressure on them saying ah if you don't give the church money god will punish you what type it's too much like Come these back. people don't That's just care unfair. about you obviously they only care about themselves and their pockets At all they're only, you know, their cases is spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. Oyakilome wants to tell you how 5G is causing corona so that you flux his church and he'll pray for you. <laughs> and like, at, at what point do you start saying, okay, no, maybe this isn't making oh that God. much sense anymore. Maybe I should start to question things. Like, you mm-hmm. don't need these so-called men of God to have a relationship with God. You can form your own personal relationship all That's this true. time in the first few weeks of the pandemic when we were locked down and nobody was going to church. I kept seeing stories mm. of people on Twitter saying, oh, you know, my, my family made sure we all woke up on Sunday at the exact same time we usually do. And we had our own service mm. in our living room. This person did first reading, this yeah. person did second reading, this person did the sermon. None of these pastors were yeah. present during all of that. Yeah. So why do you need them in yeah. your continued journey? I think because they are running, they are running down on the reserve of tithe. So they need the government to open the churches back because because I don't even think it's only Pentecostal churches. Even the Catholic churches, mm. the um the Archbishop in his sermon, I started looking the government in the eye and saying, oh. It's it uh, we're missing out on not having um, <laughs> physical communion and all that good stuff. And I'm like, I get it. You guys are missing out on Thanksgiving money. But do you know that if all these churches just put offering baskets outside, people will actually still go and drop the money there mm. just for being alive or thanking God or something. So I don't know why they need the churches to be open. I think people will still donate. Uh, it's something they should explore. I'm surprised but they have They are too proud. They have to find to find a way. Do you get? Like, I'm surprised. Maybe they don't want to, like, 
they want to hide it into like yeah. the service or something but right now if anybody mm-hmm. should put offering basket in front of my church there will be a long queue i know it people like mm-hmm. my mother now she's just there waiting for when she's going to be able to go to mass and job thanksgiving money so it's i think possible. they should explore Maybe... that actually just put the basket outside i'm so preaching trash haven't like, caught stop on to the idea noise. of that because I know here American Pentecostal churches are a different breed. I went to one. Hey, no, I went to one. Okay, no shit. If my friend Toots, I went to his church is listening. I'm I'm very sorry. I'm not dissing your church, but it was very mm. interesting. Like, <laughs> so you get there, and of course the service is like at least three hours long, and when it comes time for offering. Oh my you God. each have an envelope that you put your money in and then row by row you go up to drop yes it's not see wow. you get up and you go no it's row by row so they can see who's going and who is not going beautiful so they can see who yes. is who is so who is going stingy to the lord you drop your envelope <laughs> and that's hilarious but can you ju- can, mean, you, can you not drop like you're supposed MTM to write? Room? I think it has like a thing where you like you write your name and your address, and your yeah in the name of like continued mm. outreach. So they 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 can actually tell who gave uh-uh. what, and then oh, wow. to take it one step further, as people are going mm. row by row, if you decide that oh I don't have cash to drop, there is another line on the mm. side. Yes, they have you line on the side for you to swipe Oh my god. And then, if that is not an option for you because you also don't have your card, on the projector, there is text, text, this number to this number to send me your offering. (laughs) 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 They covered everything. So you have no excuse. You must (coughs) by force. Oh my God. How can you not give to the Lord? You have to donate. God needs your money now. That's dedication. What? That's incredible. That's that's Mm. incredible. My goodness. (laughs) You must part with your money somehow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. (laughs) God day. God day. That's all I can say. I'm sorry, he's just... I don't even... I don't... I don't know. It's it's funny. Mm. The whole thing is funny. It is. Oh well, it'll be your last last. It'll all be all right. Now, yes, this is the Leaky Podcast, so yes, we have to get to the Leaky. Po- well, we're mm-hmm. late, we're late already, so we're getting, we're about to start the, uh, the Leaky <laughs> God. Hey God, I'm not. I'm not. What's the, to- <coughs> what's the topic? Popular again? fiction. We're getting. We're about to get Leaky. Aha, yeah. got it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, what are a yeah. few examples okay. of what of some books in each category for you? Okay. Um, oh wait, though. for literary fiction, I can't count. We're hmm. supposed to what? take a break. What happened? What happened? Think. Oh, it's true. Uh, we'll have to talk about our sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, sponsors, no vex. Yes, so the talk was sweet, but yes. we, so remember, quick, we are remembering quick. you. We'll oh, be yeah. right back.
so literary versus popular fiction examples <laughs> yeah um let's see there are so many books in african literary fiction um, the most recent one I can think of is An Orchestra of Minorities by Chigozi Obioma. When I read that book, I was like, hi! This guy is looking for a Booker Award. Like, that book is, that book, let me give you a representation, a picture representation of that book. It's like he was spreading the ashes <laughs> of the Booker judges and just la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> when I read it, I was like, "What? Oh my God! You must <laughs> like nigger. You must have like, like, like a lot wow. of poop on your face right now wow. from this amount of ass licking." <laughs> oh my God! Anywho, so that is one, and then we have mm-hmm. oh, other books with a heavy everything uh-huh. have born on a tuesday you have uh the secret wife mm-hmm. the secret lives of baba saying his wife you have everything by achebe you have mm-hmm. everything by chimamanda um you have okay. books by teju cole even though he likes to form <laughs> like some author writer who's based in the, in the u.s but <laughs> everything is, is so heavy and i'm like this guy chill please like life is not that serious people are dying like relax a bit from the page i'm like what was doing this one like what was doing you anywho so teju cole you have um what is this one's name uh there are some from other con uh, see <laughs> I'm about to make the mistake uh-huh. that every Nigerian reader makes. Like when we are talking about African literature, we yes. make the mistake mm-hmm. of only talking about Nigerian books. I am sorry again. Okay, so I'm going to branch out. So you have like you have Dust by Yvonne. You have um the Book of Memory. Um what else? What else? What else? Uh you have the shadow king that just came out by someone i really love i mean i love that book it's historical fiction but still very literary because perhaps if you read the first sentence okay. of that book i'm going to send it to you i can't remember it right now but i know it's been stuck in my head mm. i do like my literary fiction i do like the heavy thing but sometimes i i know it's hard for a lot of people to um enter literary fiction for African books because it just feels mm-hmm. like you are studying mm-hmm. it just feels like a text mm-hmm. so um, my favorite pop fiction at the moment uh, this one I just finished reading uh, mm. The Mechanics of Yenagoa oh, what a riot the book was so funny the characters were all wild um, there's this one by uh, uh, what's her name I can't remember her name but the name of the book is Blessing something. Hey, God. You said Blessing? What? Something Blessing. The Blessed Girl? Oh, The Blessed Child. Angela, Angela, Marco Blessed Girl. Go- God will know Oh you. my God. Yes, Angela. You know how yes, long South you African. looking for that book. I finally found it yesterday and put it on hold. Hmm. I really, oh my God. Really? <laughs> I've not read the book. I've only read like 
excerpts online and I'm like, I have to find this book. This is like a girl yeah. having a sugar baby life mm-hmm. and I kind of need this in my life. Like I need that <laughs> to hook into my veins. Now, which which other ones? There's Sweet Medicine by Panache. Panache? I think her name is Panache. Panache. But I always call it Panache for some reason. It sounds cooler when you say Panache. But yeah. Um, let's see. It's very hard to find pork. <laughs> I say pork. <laughs> it's very hard to find pop fiction in African lit because I guess they're always afraid yeah. of not being taken seriously sometimes. So yeah, and uh, is is it okay if we just put um fantasy under yeah, African yeah. popular mm-hmm. fiction? Because yeah. it's not like they're dealing with everything. So yes. there's this um, David Mogul, God Hunter. Ooh, good lord, that book. Oh my god. <laughs> I carried that book on top of my head last year. And I think I have to review it again because people have still not read that book enough like I want. But it's like that guy's marketing team. They, they don't think I'm serious. This is the problem with dealing with white people marketing a black book. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. I have asked for review copies of this book like like 10 times they're like oh we're so excited you want to read this book we're gonna send it to you we're gonna send we're so excited oh my god this is so cool like own reviews or whatever <laughs> where's the book now they want to tell me it's lost i've been mean, night has lost my mail which they cannot use because night these days has been delivering my books to my house for free so yeah um the, 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 I cannot remember everything I just mentioned, okay. but those books I just mentioned. Yes, those are. I remember like that. I remember what about, what you, about you? What what book? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> For literary fiction, half of the Sun, Um, we need new names by No Violet Blowio. Uh, and oh as a contrast yeah. to what is upheld by the West as literary fiction and Tales of the Savannah mm. by I think that's more literary than Things Fall mm. About. Yeah. I think so too. I, I don't know why they hype Things Fall Apart so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I even prefer a man of the people to Things Fall Apart. But hey, I guess... That's the one yeah. they found, and that's the one they're um, stuck with. So, and of course, I your we'll favorite Kintu. Oh, Chintu? you know it's actually pronounced Chintu. Chintu, ah. yes, that K is actually a Ch in you in Ugandan. No, see, uh, this is what I said when I said you will you will learn yeah. something. You must learn at least <laughs> one thing. So you have learned one thing. If you're like me. Yeah. You're going around saying it's a it's, it's a K, but it's pronounced Chinto. And then when I I read yeah recently um the girl with a louding voice by Abby Dare. I still haven't read that. I I I asked for a review copy, but Nigerian they don't take their people seriously. They don't like it's literally one thousand naira for them to send that book from their bookshop to my house, but no. They, maybe mm-hmm. they think my voice is not loud enough. Oh, I need to drink water now. 
Oh my god. So for popular fiction, as I mentioned, things fall apart. Um Aubamia Debayo stay with me. Um Oh you can bright wife, my sister's serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um The Headdress of Harari by Tendai Huchu. Wait, this was your mention. Are they still on that pop? No, no, no. Yeah, pop. Yeah, pop. Oh, okay. Pop. Okay. Pop. All right. Pop. Um then then the David Mogo book. Mm. Were the ones that I came up with for pop. Those are cool stuff. But do you, yeah. the, the thing is I was in a debate on on Twitter recently, especially with um literary magazine and someone was was saying how uh they're tired of night of of Africans sending articles and stories to international magazines when they could be sending it to people here and I'm like uh-huh. but when you think about it those international magazines pay and they pay more yeah and when you send it here it's like for a slight token and the readership is not as wide because mm. the people here will still rather read an african story that was published in the paris review or yes. the new yorker mm-hmm. for some reason yeah so i i mean like these people also need to make money we're not just here to make them suffer for their art they have mm-hmm. to make like reasonable business decisions if they want to make it which is why it sounds like um this guy Sui, the one who wrote David Moore yes. God Hunter, had to go and publish in the abroad because he was saying it during his book launch that he pitched that book to all publishers in Nigeria and mm. nobody wanted to pick it up. And then yeah. he went outside and he got picked up. But then there was the little backlash. If you see most of some of the reviews on Goodreads, it was from white readers and they were like oh we don't understand it the language is a little bit off the pace for you that you're reading it as a nigerian you're like oh my god yeah. this guy this so like good. you relate yeah. you get it everything is accurate so yeah i mean i don't want to knock anybody's hustle but money has to be made from this writing thing yeah yeah, yeah. there there isn't enough of a, a market for african lits or I guess Nigerian lit in this case. Even African lit. Even African lit. I mean, that's why most of them get published outside. Yeah. And we don't receive that. recognition until we publish elsewhere. Um, uh, what's her name? Okaranta had to publish in Granta before we started reading Under the Dollar Trees. Yeah. Oh, Nathan had to publish, had to move to Germany. Imagine. Um, <laughs> before people started reading his books taking him serious um, yeah yeah it's uh americana had to be read in the u.s before people really started reading oh. purple hibiscus i mean and, like, purple hibiscus is just oh that's a book to be honest i think that's my favorite that's my favorite chimamanda book i started with that one and then she hooked me and then I read all the other books and I was like, you know what, I'm already a fan, so I'm just going to read yeah. it because it's you. If somebody else wrote it, I will not be standing <laughs> for it like that. Yeah. I'm just reading because I was already roped in. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a shame because, um, you know, I was actually, you've kind of given me a different perspective because I was thinking that part of what the problem is um, that 
fiction, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Like, since we have to go abroad before we come back and mm. gain recognition, yeah, um, a lot of the newer stories, um, like the Blessed Girl, David Mogul, mm. Mm. Um, aren't as popular as literary fiction because... Um, that's what if the West yeah. doesn't exactly if the West isn't considered worthy, then Nigerians were not interested. You know? and, and what pains me about how they consider um African stories worthy is mm-hmm. you're either doing like a, a social anthropology, some there's, there's like a study of there's culture, there's some torture porn. There's like some yeah. poverty porn, you know, like people's yeah. serious suffering. And, yeah. and and then when they don't see that in books, it's almost like, mm, it, it doesn't feel very African. And it irks mm. me that a white editor who reads the work of someone in Nigeria or from Ghana or from Kenya and be like, uh, he's not very Africanish, you know, yeah, maybe like exactly. throwing a white person somewhere. Did yeah. you know that Chintu wasn't published by any white publisher because they felt it was too African? I know the way the woman wrote that book, there is no white person in that, in, as in yes. not one white person. <laughs> Do you get? <laughs> so it was like, um, yeah, this is, is, is not working for us. Maybe you could put like a colonial guy somewhere like you know, <laughs> sprinkle some colonialist in the book and she was like i'm sorry but you can go and die and then she got published by a, uh, a publisher back home and then mm. one world an indie company in the uk picked it up and then she won that prize i think which was like fifty thousand pounds and then everybody mm. all of a sudden is like "Ooh, jennifer has written this the big uh, the the what do they call it in when they say the book is from one country, the, is it the classic Ugandan novel? What's that thing? Uh, is it the classic American novel or something? They call it like that. The great American novel. Uh-huh, the great Ugandan novel. That's it. So they started mm. touting the book as that, and I'm like, uh, look at it, people. We're ready. If you don't know anything, you still cannot even pronounce the names inside. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that annoys me is that we grew up reading any Blyton and Tom Sawyer and yeah. all these books and I that before I was even able to see what winter was like and did I complain? I did not complain mm. I took it like that but now because there's a little hamatan inside the novel they're like we don't know what's going on and when I was seeing this um this black support black support black authors hashtag that they were doing on Instagram and all I was seeing was um, black authors like black British or black American I'm like are you people serious at all everybody was single <laughs> woman other and American by Chimamanda and I'm like it's like you are jokers you don't understand what's going on yet you don't you don't yet get the action here but the thing is they just I don't think I mean, is it because people don't read wide that they cannot phantom that Africa has so many diverse stories they just they're if you're talking about the west and they're just more comfortable with poverty porn yeah um, if, you know we have to be suffering we have to be in pain um 
before our stories are considered worthy of um, being read. Yeah. And a comparison I was thinking of is because, like, if you think about it, a lot of the literary fiction that we read, mm. what is considered literary fiction is suffering. Yeah. Suffering it's like serious suffering. suffering because like, we are nobody's ever chilling. No, no. Where you know, always something going on. Somebody suffering because she's the third wife of a man. You know, or, mm. you know, she's an orphan born into a war-torn country. Something. But in comparison, the things that are considered um, literary fiction in the West, like um, I don't know if you read Red at the Bone. Which one? Red at the Bone. Red at the Bone. Uh, Jack, is it Jacqueline Wilson? I haven't yes. read it. I haven't read it yet. It's still on my TBR. I haven't read it. Yeah, yeah like that is considered like lit. And um, what's the other one? Jeffrey Eugenides's Middlesex. Oh, oh God! I, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not. I am not. No. Not gonna read that. Why? No, dear, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> I have studied the literature. I have my degree. Oh, I don't have to subject myself God. to that anymore. Yeah. No, I mean it was a it was a decent read, but like those are two stories that don't portray suffering mm. as opposed to like what is considered literary fiction in Nigeria. Middlesex yeah. is just about you know like generational history and like um like gene stuff. <laughs> That's I don't want to spoil the book, and then rather the bone is just also like a family story. Like none of it is like particularly, um, none of this is about like rape or hunger or poverty or you know. I mean, Karachi they put Great Gatsby under literary fiction. Are you are you feeling me? Right? Are you seeing where I'm going with this? Yeah, it's, it's um, and I'm like, well, okay, I like it, but why? What? Why? Why? Why is this? What? Is it because we're because not speaking good English? Are, are we not speaking good English? Yes, we're, we're speaking. We're speaking quite good English in this part. We speak our own type of English. For one night. For one night. For one night. So the thing it confuses me a lot. And it makes me really sad. And this thing also enters Nollywood. Yeah. Because mm. I had a friend who was working on a short story that she wanted to enter this Toronto Film Festival. And mm-hmm. the story was about a girl here who was, mm. the girl was bipolar. Mm-hmm. And when I watched the movie Karate, oh my God, like I had goosebumps from the beginning. This was a five minute film. I had goosebumps mm. from the beginning to the end. But her submission got rejected. Why? Because they said the story wasn't Nigerian enough. It wasn't an indigenous story. Uh-huh. Ha! This thing pained me inside my soul. And I'm like, so because Aki and Popo is not inside now, <laughs> it's not a Nigerian story. You see, all the times so I'm going to be dropping jokes. Do you people think one is is I'm I'm blame I blame Fela for doing suffering and smiling songs. Mm. That that's because of what they think. Because they think we are all so happy and smiling, even when people are living in Makoko, they are smiling yeah. and all chilling. And they think people are not suffering and dying inside. And that is only us that will tell our stories though. 
I think for for those of us who have a platform, yeah, the best we can do is just keep pushing our stories as yes. much as we can, really, because mm-hmm. they are not yeah. they are not going to do it for us. No, they're, they're really not. They're, they're really, they're, they're, it's not going to happen. So yeah, that's all we can do, um, I guess. I think for us at the individual level, yeah, the most that we the things that we can do are to read our authors mm. wherever they're published. I mean, for now, it might not be possible for us to publish a hundred percent with um, Nigerian publishers. Yeah, but read our authors, discuss their work. Do mm. John Grisham and Do you Harry get Robert that Nora Roberts all the time as no. if there's no other book for you to read? Like, I, I know it's hard, but the stories are out there. Yeah. I mean, see see how long it took for people to discover tomorrow died yesterday by this Jimmy Kagari. You've heard mm. me make noise no, about no, no, it. Haven't... Tomorrow died yesterday. <clears throat> so, okay, this book has you know it's talking about niger delta but it's not heavy on the on the trauma poverty mm. porn bit and he did it very yeah. tastefully and there's the, the um the stories within the uh stories with the character their character arcs were really good the development mm. of the story also there was like big well, i'm not going to drop any spoilers but that book i think is one of the most underrated nigerian novels in history okay. like you have to, you have to read it they just we did uh, a new edition because i know the first one had some typos but it did not stop me from enjoying the book and there was one of the characters and i was like finally there is a male fictional character that i, I can be like okay i'm going to put him on my list of fictional mm. boyfriends and then the man wrote a new um short story collection <coughs> sorry new short story collection and then this character from tomorrow died yesterday made an appearance and i was like oh that's so cool so yeah you you need to you need to get his two books the first one is tomorrow died yesterday and the one that just came out is a broken people's playlist it's a short story collection all these stories are just they are just cool like they will they, they are sad but they are human stories. What it's what happens to normal humans. There's no, uh, there's no country drama. If I can put it, it's not like they are not tied down to uh, their geography. Mm. So it's just they are just good stories, you know. So yeah, I'm 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 on I'm on a mission to find um, popular fiction that more people could read. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I hope um, I I hope I find it. I we need. Yeah. It's it's nice to have heavy themes, but sometimes people don't want yeah. to study. They just. I think more and more people are starting to branch out and do that. Mm. Um, unfortunately, not necessarily people who reside in Nigeria. Um, a good example would be Akweke Mezu's Pet. Yeah. For pop. Um, mm. Yeah. So we keep seeing that. David Mogul. What have I read recently? Any other like pop fiction I've read out of Nigeria has not been good. Um, what's that Adobe Chishawa Bunny book? 
I did not uh, come to you by chance. I did not come to you by chance. Yeah, that would have been a good candidate for it. It wasn't a really good book. Yeah, it was. It was, it, it was funny, but it was just there. Like I laughed yeah. at some parts, but it was just it was just an okay story. It didn't, it didn't do anything yeah. for me. Yeah, and then the second the second one she wrote that one was a bit heavy. The Boko Haram one beneath the baobab tree. I did How not that read that. See, don't read it. You cry. <laughs> but okay, no, read it. Yes, read it because their stories deserve to be heard. Uh-huh. So yeah, read it. Uh-huh. And she she did it from from like. Um, interview she had done as a journalist so mm. the book is, and the chapters are really short they were like vignettes just flashes okay. heavy it's a YA book they actually market it as a YA book because you know the book are the keyboard girls type yes. that age but it's still mm-hmm. heavy Oof. good lord I wonder what people in Saturday school are reading for literature fam I actually think I need to check out a syllabus, but when I was doing my NYC, um, the, the secondary school class, I think I was teaching them, they were reading Purple Light Biscuit, okay. they were reading um, one Ghanaian book like that, of course they still had Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> I, I know, I, what, what I remember uh, is the selection wasn't rich, it wasn't a rich selection. And I think there are, there are better books they could be reading. They were still they were reading Robinson Crusoe. I mean, like, why why are we reading Robinson? Why or to what I end just, are we still reading I Robinson need So one, why one person to understand to not understand to explain to me what Shakespeare is doing for? Do you Nigerian get like every single year nobody fucking speaks like that? And I to be honest, I don't think Shakespeare should be studied. I think you need to watch. No plays of Shakespeare, you don't need to read it because you will not even appreciate it in the first place. You need yeah. to act it. So I don't even get what we have like Achebe and Shoinka that should be done every year. Mba. They will not drop that one in exactly. syllabus. They will yeah. consistently put Shakespeare every goddamn year. The useless poem about a whale or something. I can't remember. Hey God. I've lost all those things out of my memory. Oh my um, God. I can't remember like again. Keats or something. All these yeah yeah things. Like, what did I ever use this to do in my life? What? Absolutely what? not. Oh my god. Oh god. Even the ones I studied in Western, I'm like, what was going on here? Mm. Now I'm looking at all these books like, why? What, what was the point? Oh god. They really need to revamp, like our yeah. all the really syllabus. They really need to revamp it. I mean, there were, there are some books that um, they were reading this woman's book, Sarah Sarah Ladi for Mainka on independence, and some parents revolted that that book needed to be taken out of the syllabus because they said it had some sexy sexy things. Didn't we read violence, Karachi? Excuse I remember me. violence. Excuse me, parents. Your children are reading Mills and Boone. They are doing it. Like, what do you mean they are reading? Not... Karachi, they are already ah, doing that's it. That's true. Ah, uh-uh. see, I forgot. In this I era forgot. of only fans and porn ah, are they joking? Sure. <laughs> Your eyes are red. Oh god, they are not even reading Mills and Boone. They are already doing it. They've started. Mm. Like there's no time. They'll be there deceiving yeah. their lives. I don't know that they did. But it's not me, and it's not the kids, because the kids are already doing stuff. Unfortunately for the parents, 
Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. How many better lovers did I read than my mother did? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the other one. There was this other this other magazine. It was Hint. Hint, yeah. There was Hint the Hint, and there was you get Yes. I think I, I went to I actually went to school with somebody whose mother was a publisher for Hearts. Oh, okay. Either like Hint or Hearts or something. So there she was, always had like a fresh copy image of the magazine. I swear, if I could find it, an old copy right now, but I would be so happy. <laughs> Those magazines were. Oh my something. goodness! What? Do you know Helena Bila used to write for him? Are you serious? I swear to wow. God. Him and Tony Khan. But it's like, it's only Hello Nabila that, that went to go and develop Tony, his Tony writing skills. Tony Khan makes sense. Tony Khan makes sense. It makes sense in that era, Karachi. Now, you can't read Tony Khan again. Have you read his recent book, The Carnivore? No. It was like an extended version of one of his hint stories. And I'm like, Baba, mm. see, moved on. <laughs> <laughs> moved on for me. Oh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I only ever read Knights of the Creaking Bed. I don't think I ever read anything. I still haven't read that. I started with a carnivorous city and my mistake. And I cannot give the book away because the man signed it. I met him at a festival, <laughs> so it's like, uh, my name is inside, and it's like, I mean, I hope you really enjoyed the book. And I'm like, <laughs> I hate them right after that. Uh, <coughs> please don't be hoping just sign your name and give me my book back each other I hope you enjoyed the book <laughs> you're putting pressure on somebody uh, speaking of into existence um, I would hope that we you know the little podcast will make some sort of appearance at the next Akka festival that would be cool that would be really yeah. cool well maybe like the upper one because this one I think is is online they are doing this yeah. online this year. Yes. The next in-person yeah. festival. Yeah. That would be cool. We'll do something. Have a nice time. We'll have a live podcast session. Like, oh, oh my God. God. We'll just talk to people and just have drinks yeah. and shots. <laughs> and instead of all those, you know, you know how they're always asking all those intellectual questions like, oh, what were your literary influences when you were writing the book? Mm. I'm like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> what music were you listening to when you were writing this book? Like, tell me. Like, what what kind of snack <laughs> were you indulging yeah. in? I, I want to know the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll just have shots and play you for there or something. That would be cool. It's going to be a wild weekend. It will be wild. Probably the best panel that Aki, Aki has ever seen. Mm. <laughs> Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. I, I, I think we've come to the end of that particular bit. Yeah. I have a question though, like our uh-huh. our our closer question that uh-huh. we usually have. And okay. What is the craziest reason you broken up with someone? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. The craziest reason I have broken up with somebody. And now I have to go through my Rolodex of Uh uh Bad girl You go Elja I like it, mama. <laughs> Look who is talking. Look who is talking. 
I'm a good Catholic girl, please. We, do, we don't need to um, do that today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what's the biggest reason? I felt like they were obsessed with me. Wow. Uh, uh, like, they just... I mean, no shade to this person, but... Hmm. It just seemed like... They... I mean, first of all, relationships with women, in this case, was a woman, and they, we all know that they move very fast. I don't know what it is, what the science yeah. behind it is, yeah. but we always want to go from zero to hundred, mm. um, and they were just like, after a week or so of knowing each other, trying to like meet up three to five times a week to go out, okay. yeah, like, trying to go on like weekend trips. Um, like texting every day, like once. I feel like I can remember this episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, okay, I remember. I remember. A little too much. I mean, yeah. so it would be disingenuous for me to say that that's the only reason, but it was just compared to them and their reaction, I just mm. felt like at the time I was not equipped to mm. give them what they were looking for. Makes sense. Yeah, I was just going to be an asshole if I um, kept trying to. Yeah, so just like you know, I'm, I'm very sorry, but I can't do this because this person is nice. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But you, I know your own is going to blow me out of the water now. No, nah, it was just something basic. Like, well, this person had a big penis. Uh-huh. It was too big. I, I, I was interested in climbing Everest, but I, like you said, I was not equipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh so it was basically like um, Joey Manganiello's character from what's that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the movie gosh. The Strippers. This. Um. Yeah, um. Uh, <sighs> I remember. Magic Mike too. Magic Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was it was it was quite big, and wow. immediately it, it got like the first time we did it, I was in so much pain, but I thought mm. oh maybe I wasn't properly aroused or anything or something. So the next time I was like you know what I can do this I'm gonna get lube and we're just gonna go, but then I saw the light I I saw the fight in light like the light was on <laughs> we not off the light so. Karachi. Ha! Now, wow. People are carrying hands inside their trousers with things in it. I'm like, no, 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 no. That is not coming in. I, I don't think we can continue this. I, no, no. And do you know what made it worse? When what? I went to the bathroom to pee, I saw that the guy just drank a lot more bitters. So, uh, for people who don't know, Aloma Bitters is like a herbal, it's like the herbal version of Viagra with, mm. alco- with alcohol inside. So, I was like, wait, so it's bad <laughs> enough that you have a big penis. You now want to make it bigger and harder. Are you trying to drill a well? Like, what's the plan here? It's, I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing that. 
so I ghosted on the person. We didn't break up. I I ghosted. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this was before ghosting was even like a term. So I feel like one of the pioneer members of that of that era ghosting. I just and that was it. I wonder if he knows that's the reason why. That's a personal problem. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No, thank you. So yeah, I think we've come to the end of our show. Hey, Karachi, yes. we talk too much. One hour, fifteen minutes. What? It's okay. They'll be alright. What? What? If you're gonna do, ex- if you, if you were doing this, like, if you listen to this podcast on a treadmill, like. You go, man. Congrats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. well done. Burn those calories. By the way, Karachi, I cannot do a 60 second chant. <laughs> Woo! We are you know, in the big farm. Because of you, I, I downloaded one of those 30 day ab plank chemical chemical. Man. And it has been a struggle. And that's what yeah. it's like. I kind of just watch those apps now. Like the diagrams are really fun when they are moving. <laughs> I, have, I have like three of those apps, and I just watch it. And I, the worst one is to go to YouTube because those Fit Farm contents they are really nice. And you're just like, ah, mm-hmm. you go, girl. Look at those stretches, nice. But I don't actually do it. So I have yeah. to learn the blank one from you at least. I've just been trying down one by one. I started from like ten seconds. Mm. for like for like a week and then i was doing like 15 seconds and then i started 30 seconds and then i stopped for a while and then by the time i tried doing 30 seconds again it was like ah sorry you we don't know your name again so i have to start again from the second yeah so now i'm i'm at 60 seconds i'm trying to add the um the cobra stretch into uh-huh. it which is also stressful but you stressful, know why because by the time I put my arm up after the planking, it's like my arms are already tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's one, that's the problem I'm having right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And I promise we will have all the information for you in the show notes. Yes, and please follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at the Litty Pod. That's C H E L I T T Y P O D. And on Instagram is the Litty underscore podcast. So follow us there so you can get fresh information on when we're doing stuff on the online. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And we will catch you in two weeks. And if there's anything you want us to talk about next time, send us. You people are not talking to us. I don't understand why people are not. Don't mind them. We'll send the DMs. By the way, wait, wait. I also cut my hair again. Like I'm going to do a little trim with some color. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, I might be ready for this live. Uh-huh. For this live session that we're gonna have with the peeps, so okay. yeah, y'all can watch out for that and pray for right. me that the color comes <laughs> out well. Because if the color does not come out well, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> no that's, that's, that's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs>
Which color oh. are you going for this time? Purple. I'm still black. Oh. I'm still not black. I want to finally put purple on my hair. You know? I want to come out with a big bang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys look forward to Amina her purple hair. Yeah. You know, it's going to fit with my glasses. Mm. All right, then. Peace out. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Okay.